Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Hello, beloveds. I have a Vanderpump Rules hangover this today, this weekend. It's it's only Friday, Riley. Oof. So we finally did it. We watched the Vanderpump Rules season three or season finale part three. And if you guys haven't watched it yet, maybe listen to this after you do because, oh my God, we got to get into it. Hi, if you guys are new here to this podcast, it's my little corner of the world where I talk about all things real, all things Riley, and even if you are not a fan of Vanderpump Rules or Bravo, I always like to talk about this from a sense of feeling what it would feel like to have your 10-year relationship, life partner, you know, everything, sans the marriage certificate and children, which is something Ariana Maddox, the woman, you know, the girlfriend in this situation never wanted, um, even though she was freezing his eggs her eggs for him. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, what this would feel like if this was you, or maybe it was you and you can be mad with Ariana with me because I've been cheated on, but never in this manner. Like, Oh my God. Like Marshall always says that I like, um, conflict project or something after I watch Bravo. And I do every time we're watching this, like I look at him like, I would cut it off. Don't you? I, but I mean, honestly, no joke. It's been a running rule between us since we met, since we got married, since we had a baby. I said, I don't care if we have 17 kids together, 15 businesses, an empire, the whole world is depending on our marriage to survive. If you stick it where it doesn't belong, it's not coming back here and I'm done with you. I just, I wouldn't be able to forgive. And I would hope that if ever he was going to stick that sucker somewhere it didn't belong, he would think of that and rethink it. And that goes for emotional affairs too. I don't play. I mean, because that's the thing. When I met my husband, I loved him and wanted him, but I didn't need him. And I made that clear. I don't say that anymore because now we have a family together. Of course, I need him in different ways that I did before. But damn it, I'm a survivor. So you stick it somewhere it don't belong. We is done. And I think people are always like, well, what do you have kids? That's fine for anybody that forgave. That's great. Good for them because they're more mature than I am. But I would not. So. On to Sandoval, Scandoval. See what I do? I conflict project because I don't, Marshall would never. Like, honestly, if any of the things I would ever think he would do wrong, which isn't a whole lot, it's not that. I don't care if you call me naive. But there were so many things in this reunion that were damn ass dirty of Scandoval, Sandoval, whatever, and Raquel. So... In this one, I'll say this. I think Lisa bucked up a little bit more because she was very defending like Sandoval. And these are all filmed in one day. So it's not like she had time to like see the press saying she was kind of shitty for defending him as much. And Lala was like going in. Most of the time, they're super respectful of Lisa because her name is on the damn show. You know, she can kind of pull a few strings. I'm sure she's a businesswoman. She was probably smart enough to like decide who can do what on the show Maybe, I don't know, because Bravo has a lot more pull than that, but they're also bigger, like, suit stars, pseudo stars, celebrities, whatever, Bravo celebrities now, so maybe she doesn't have as much pull, because they all used to bow to her. This time, Lala was like, yep, nope, mm, mm, mm. and even James, like, James is usually, like, up her ass, you know, because she decides if he can do See You Next Tuesday, but now that his DJ career is getting bigger and he's got Imagine Fest calling along, he's just, like, not listening to her. She's like, zip it, and he's like, no, I will not. It's like... Tom Sandoval during this, when Raquel came out, he was holding his breath. 
you like the look that he had on his face looking at her through anything that she was saying it was like lasers like don't say the wrong thing don't say the wrong thing you could tell he was just like on pins and needles and not because he was nervous that he was hurting ariana because of the fact that he is caught and he looks like an ass and no matter who or what you are in like the whole celebrity world whether you're a d celebrity a celebrity b celebrity c celebrity it's like bad press is good press in some regard but with cancel culture you know apparently his shows are doing so well and his stupid little band his cover band because he actually had the balls to put that on in some on social media saying oh some of you guys are saying it's affecting my business and blah 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 people are actually coming to the shows more because he's been singing about Raquel in that uh, Jesse's mom has got it going on or whatever he used to insert Ariana and now he inserted Raquel I'm like you're fucking gross but I think then, oh, and side note, before I go into the other nastiest moment, the thing that's crappy is that he doesn't think about his friend Schwartz at all because they've got a business together. He's got a bunch of other businesses. Schwartz, this is the only one he has and he basically fucked up his marriage for it. You know, and they've been getting like all these little shitty reviews and people not going there. And then people go because they want to see like, you know, the bone where the bones are buried. It's just not good. Like he just screwed up everybody's life and didn't fucking care. And side note about that, again, before I get to the grossest moment ever of this reunion, now Schwartz is saying they ain't really friends no more. He said, and I'm, I mean, I don't know if this is Schwartz also backtracking too because he knew about this shit for a while. So he's probably like, fuck, this makes me look really bad. He said he made a big mess and then, you know, he left it for us to clean up and back at, back at the business. Um, oh, he did this on Jax and Britney's Oh, podcast, what? Now, they haven't talked in a while. Like, it used to be Tom, Tom, and I, like Jack's, the former castmate, got on his arm, and then, I don't know, they had a falling out with Sandoval, surprise, surprise, and so they weren't close anymore, and now that Tom Schwartz is going to talk to Jack's, whoop, that's like a big betrayal to fucking Sandoval, who was like the ringleader of the two of them. Oh, wow, okay, I really do think Jax is gonna come back now really do think that he's coming back to Vanderpump Rules. I mean, they have to at this point, right? They got to bring juiciness in there because how does it get any more juicy than this? Um, But he said, and it's hard not to, Schwartz said this, it's hard not for me to be resentful of him. I'm taking a break from Tom right now. I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, like they have been together at the hip in their little matching outfits, their, you know, matching names, their little matching motorcycle car, he said he exploited me because, you know, I do love Tom and I took to heart everything he told me about his ex-girlfriend, Ariana, whom he vehemently denied her ex's version of their split. Oh my God. You know, I don't know if that's just Tom trying to like fix his tracks or whatever, because truth be told, now that Katie is done with him, where's his place on this? Like he becomes villainized too by association. Who's he going to hang out with? Who's going to want to film with him if he's staying on Tom San or Tom Sandoval's side? That's honestly, I think that's probably the truth of that. But since I've been teasing this for all of 10 minutes, the worst moment of this reunion was, uh, Ariana said to Raquel or Rachel, whatever the hell her name is, um, this is so bad, that you know who else he slept with? Because they were talking about the girls other than Raquel that he had slept with. There was like a Chicago girl. There was another girl. We already knew that the Miami girl from season two when they were first together, he did sleep with her. 
So, yeah, not only did he cheat on his ex-girlfriend, Kristen, of seven years with Ariana, then Ariana, when they were together for five minutes, cheated on her with another girl, and it was okay because it was new or some shit like that. And his excuse for it was, well, I just wanted to feel single, and I haven't felt single in a while. Well, then you don't do it with a girlfriend, you fuck. But Ariana was saying, well, you know who else he slept with in between? Me. So Because, you know, Raquel needs to realize he was playing both of them. Just because that's your girlfriend doesn't mean if you're in love with somebody else, which, oh, they admitted that in this session too. You go sleep with the woman you're trying to leave. That's just fucking with people's brains and gross. You know what Tom Sandoval says? <sighs> yeah, and she kept a t-shirt on. It was so hot. You dirty motherfucker. Like, oh my God. It was like that, if nothing else, proved what a slime ball he is. Like, you have zero remorse. It's like Ariana kept saying like these fucking crocodile tears, stop it, shut up. Like at the end of all of the reunion squabbling, he was like, so sorry, Ariana. And I know you hate me and that's okay, but I will always love you. Like, oh, and you know, as Raquel sitting there, like, damn dude, I blew, not that I feel sorry for her. I blew up my whole life for you. And now you're blubbering to this girl saying that I'll always love you. And she's like, I'll always cheer you on from afar. But yet you're telling everybody she was so awful to you. She put you down. She wasn't loving. I put batteries in the drawer and pens and that stuff's there because of me. Like if the batteries is your love language. Yeah. Give me a fucking battery and put it in my vibrator and tell you to go bye-bye. Okay. Thank you. Out. See ya. Ugh. And then Ariana came out with that Duracell commercial. Oh my God. I love it. She was like, she's like, I buy my own batteries now and I choose Duracell. Like, ah, uh, like the fact that she's just on this ride of a high right now because the one moment that she absolutely did break down, and I, I commend her for keeping it together the entire time, except for towards the end where she really did break down. And there's that scene where she's like, I can't think of two worse people. I can't. Because they're all trying to apologize to her. And she's like, fuck off. And she went off on Raquel or Rachel. And she deserves it, though. She deserves to hear and feel what it is to fuck up somebody's life. This isn't like high school or maybe even early teens or 20s or, or whatever. Like you, this was somebody's life plan. And she looked at her and she's like, you know what? I don't fucking forgive you. I wish nothing but the worst upon worst things for you. And after this, I will never speak to you again. I don't love to wish the worst on people because I always think like what you, you, you get back, what you put out times three kind of thing. But I don't blame the girl. I don't. You know, they also talked about in this, like what Ariana did with the eggs, like they have not been seasoned, if you will, by Sandoval. And thank God, because now she wants to use them someday with somebody that she truly loves, like maybe her new boo. She can, like for someone that deserves it. And she never wanted to get married and have kids. And I think it was because of like, you know, past trauma and relationships. So honestly, I don't know what this would do to her, but if this were me, I would, I mean, oh my God, no. I always tell Marshall, if God forbid my husband, if we ever get divorced, it's it's him or it's nothing. Like I don't, I would never get married again. I don't, I wouldn't want to erase it. No, 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 no. Because I was so jaded before and you know, we're going to be together till the end of time, mark my words, if some of y'all are rolling your eyes. But if it ever did, you know, because I'm not naive to that, like, you know, you have to put the work in and not everything is always as solid as it looks and blah, blah, blah. I'm not like a fairy tale princess that I believe like, oh, we're just going to be ever, ever. No, it's work. It is. But 
If we ever split, especially like this, oh my God, I'd be in a hole. Ooh, I would never, oh God, I would burn that house down that they live in, get the insurance money. Like, <laughs> let me stop. Uh, so God, the big, 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 big moments where there was leading up to the finale, there was, oh, there's going to be this big reveal. And some people were saying she was pregnant. She's not pregnant. They thought it was Jack's coming back to the show. I think that still might be a thing. Um, there was rumors that they were going to move Tom Tom to Vegas because Lisa was talking so much about Vegas and how much her Paris restaurant is doing well. Don't know about that. I mean, some like people have debunked that insiders that are like very insiders. They're friends of them, blah, blah, blah. But six days after the finale, Raquel did a sit down with the Bravo people to admit a lot. And she admitted that their timeline was bullshit. Originally, Tom said he didn't want to release the timeline any further than he had because dot, 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 that he didn't want to hurt Ariana any further. Bullshit, you scum-sucking bastard. What Raquel revealed at first just was that they had hooked up in between because Sandoval was trying to say it happened once after the night at the, the guys night at the Montreon or whatever that was called. And then they stopped. No, Mexico at Sheena's wedding, they were hooking up multiple times while Ariana was there. Remember that thing that was going around on TikTok where Sandoval supposedly like slapped her ass and you could see it on film. And he was like, I didn't do that. Yeah. How do you do that? Like, how do you sit there at a wedding and look across at this girl that you're standing up there you know, wishing somebody's love and all this. Oh, like, how do you do that? Screwing her man. I mean, it was bad enough that we found out that they screwed in her car in front of their house. But then after some coaxing from producers, because, you know, she said that they, they asked if they had hooked up the night in the jacuzzi, which was like the thing that everybody started questioning it for when Lisa's husband came into the kitchen and said, oh, I can't believe you had Ariana over, well, you know, or, Rachel over while Ariana was away. I didn't put this two and two together until later as Raquel is blubbering about this. During that interview, they're like, okay, we already revealed the timeline was bullshit. What's one more thing? She's like, well, I don't want to betray Tom. (sighs) Not because I love him so much, but because he's really the only person I have in isolation and all that. She did say she loved him and they did say that they loved each other and which it was almost for her. It was like kind of genuine for him. It was so disingenuous. It was like, he didn't want to say it as per his image, but he had to say it or he would lose Raquel and the only like scumbag friend that he has right now, girlfriend, whatever. Um, But she was saying, I don't want to betray him. And this was the only story that we had both said we were going to get straight what do you mean straight? You mean you were going to lie about that? You were going to stick to your guns and lie about because it was the worst. Well, apparently they did screw that night, the jacuzzi night. And the thing that was so bad about this and Raquel's crying. She's like, I mean, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. You're fucking deplorable. You are just, you're just, you're sludge. You're literally the sludge at the bottom of a fucking toilet that hasn't been cleaned in three years. Just do it. She said, like, it's not a good look to, like, sleep with someone's boyfriend, like, at their house, especially when they're away, dot, 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 and especially when they're away for a funeral. Like, you fucking bitch. I could say more things, but I, 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 don't, I don't want the karma over here on me. Oh, my God. 
Like you're just evil. You're either evil or there's literally, and I'm not making fun of mental health. And I mean, there is, she is supposedly at a mental health facility, which eh, questionable. There's something wrong up there. Literally, you have a missing link to empathy, to morally inept. I don't know. Like it's just awful. Ugh. I cannot. I I just and I Lala said in the in the reading that like I don't think reality TV is the right space for her because Lala did say that after she saw her break down a little bit in the show because they hadn't seen that part yet so they were all watching it as we were watching it. She said that she did feel a little bit less rage towards her because finally there was some sort of feeling there. You know, she was crying and finally like it was settling in, but she still doesn't pity her. I don't either because it's just like, yeah, you're remorseful because the whole world has seen what you've done. If you if it, you weren't on this greater scale, you wouldn't have given a shit. You wouldn't have. It's just, I'm glad Ariana stuck to her ground because I have issues with this with people. Like once I love you, I'll love you forever and ever and ever. And no matter what it is, I would still be there for you if you needed me. And I honestly think I need to change that. Like I talked about this in the last podcast or two that I said like these people that have wronged me within the last year or so that I would still be for them on the side of the road if they needed me, I would just put a cowboy hat on. Now I'm like, no. Like, would I piss on you if you were on fire? Uh, you know what? I can't. I would probably still call the fire department, but I'd let you thrive. Nah. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> when people do you dirty, it's not your job to save them, I guess. It's not your job to validate their wrongs. It's not your job to give it, let them sleep at night and forgive them. Forgiveness, I think, can come later in your heart, but they don't got to know that. So, yeah, for those ones that have wronged me in the last year or so and still continue to do their little things to hurt me. I don't forgive. No. I don't wish ill on you, but I don't wish the best either. Yeah. It's so funny. Like what I was saying in the beginning of the podcast, how like I look at a lot of these things from a, from a lens of how it would feel if this were me. And I haven't been betrayed by a love interest like that in that scale. But I guess, you know, with the last year of everything that's gone down with me, uh, yeah. And it's like when you know some people are kind of shifty and shady, but you don't know how fucking far they can go. It's like, oh. <laughs> and yeah. So now apparently there's going to be a Secrets Revealed that I hope that's already streaming on Hulu because... I can't wait to see that shit. Like, there's more. I don't know how, possibly, with these people, but I, like, what? Where do they go at this point? Like, does Bravo keep Raquel and Tom on? Like, obviously, it would behoove them ratings wise, but I really think that Raquel needs to take stock in life. And supposedly, they're not together anymore, or at least that's what they're saying to the press to look better. Like, but then if that's not true, then I don't know how they're going to work that out. If you want to continue your little celebrity life, you can't, you'd have to be together. Uh, you know, and then there was that video on TikTok of Tom like FaceTiming her or calling her that Lala put on TikTok on the plane. <sighs> like, 
I don't think that her family wants her to be with him, but I like it. When you have no identity and you gamble your identity, your reputation, your celebrity status for her case on one person, you have no choice but to stay with him at least for a while. And that's the thing too. Everybody keeps saying to Raquel, this is going to be your life. You're going to get it this too. He's going to do this to you too. And I know that she believes that because she's already like put stuff out there. I don't think that she cares. You want to know why? I think she's going to hang on to Tom Sandoval until she finds an upgrade. That's what it seems like how she moves. Like she was with James Kennedy. He treated her like dog shit, but he paid for everything, as she said. Even like when he asked her to marry him, the, the yes was like so weird and disingenuous. And, you know, there's been all that talk about how she reacts to things very strangely. Um, but I, I truly think she was with Sandoval or there was a thing there before that. And I just think she's ready for her next gig, if you will. Her next come up. I think your next come up should honestly be just you working on you. Because that's the thing. There's been people that have been canceled before from this show. Like when Stassi and Kristen got canceled. You know, for what they did with that faith thing, which I never thought was cool. But Stassi's back. I mean, it looks like Kristen might be coming back to the show. Or at least she's back on Bravo. Or at least for the little cameos. So I just feel like Raquel needs to go do some damn soul work. And forget about men for right now. What... I saw this thing that she was talking, I think at BravoCon, about how she's like, oh, I'm exploring everything single and I realize I have these codependency issues and I'm working on that and I'm really proud of who I am. Like, all the time, well, you're fucking Sandoval. Like, girl, you're not a pageant queen anymore. Matter As according to everybody on the show, she never was. Because there was an interview that, oh God, what's her name? The Oh no, what's her name? The like side friend girl, that she's the youngest one with the brown hair. Why well, can't remember her name? Anyway, she was on a podcast talking about how she did the pageant circuit with Raquel and how she actually got to like top five in Miss California, which is hard. I did the pageant circuit a long, long, long ass time ago. It's a lot of money, a lot of training, a lot of shit. And she never got even to like the top 20. She never placed like that. And so when she actually did Miss California this last year and she was expecting to win because she was like a pseudo celebrity, when your talent is surfing... And you don't even surf? Like you were like dancing on it? Ay, ay, ay. It's, it's time to forget about that and trying to seem like you are one thing when you're just not. Because when I was watching her, as anybody would say anything bad about her, like the squint in her eye, like as Lala said, she's always this wide-eyed, bambi-eyed bitch, but then somebody says something bad about her and you see this like, evil come alive that you wouldn't think somebody like her would be like capable of Uh, girl like Paris Hilton said for a long time she's not evil I'm not saying that that she played the dumb girl well and it made her a lot of money and it got her really far yep I think that's Raquel all the way I think she's conniving I think she's what did Ariana say she's (laughs) not selfish she's diabolical disgusting subhuman. I really do think like those, it's like what Lala said about Sandoval and Raquel. They're dangerous people because Sandoval, we kind of expected it, but not him to do this to Ariana of all people. But Raquel was just a sweet, innocent girl and she don't give a fuck. 
Like she literally is sad because she got caught and she has some emotion about it now. But, you know, Andy Cohen was trying to say in Sandoval's defense that he is a broken man. Like if he is right now, then good. Let him be broken. But it's not because of Ariana. It's because his image, his fucking sociopathic, narcissistic little world got rocked. And that's the thing, too, is you're the biggest story in the nation right now in pop culture media, but that's going to go away. And then you're going to be left singing in dive bars with your fucking sparkly pants and your white nail polish. I like white nail polish, but not on him. <laughs> I, 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 I. Now we got to wait for all the secrets revealed. And then next season. Just woo. Ooh, and I got to catch up on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because Tamara was on Watch What Happens Live. And I was so concerned about Vanderpump Rules that I forgot that was coming back. And they got to do that, you know, because after this big explosive one, they got to bring back something else. I can't wait because I got to get all my Bravo in before all of the other shows that I watched with my husband comes back, like the next edition or show or spinoff of Yellowstone. And like, like what's Netflix been doing lately? There's like nothing on there. And I like a good murder doc. There's like not been anything. Ugh. Ah, but I'm going to keep this one a little short and sweet, y'all, because I told you last podcast I have some really big things coming up this weekend. I am flying out somewhere for work. I've been keeping this one very close to my chest. I'm excited about it, but I'm, I'm letting the universe take it, and we're going to see where it goes. And if it happens, I'll tell you. If it's not, we're going to keep it moving, just like I always do. And side note, um, I had that pop up last weekend. I was very excited to see some of you guys and I wasn't going to have another one until like November, but I just got news. Somebody reached out to me and said, Hey, would you love to show up? I love your work with this podcast. So that's happening late July. And in between there, I'm going to take a little break and hang out with my boys for summer. Well, I kind of am because I plan on doing another vision board seminar in between there. So big things happening and I'm excited. So I would appreciate your love, your manifestation fairy dust and a lot of your thoughts and prayers this weekend. I love you guys. Um, if you want to hit me up for an Ask Riley, if you want to ask any questions. Oh, and next week we're probably going to have another Show Me the Ring because everybody's getting engaged and I love it. At reallyridelypodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you want to be featured on Show Me the Ring or if you want to do... Maybe even like an Ask Riley interview type thing. That could be cool. Um, 410-604-8895 is the text line. At Riley Couture on Facebook, Instagram. Really Riley Podcast on Facebook and TikTok. Oh, sorry. Instagram and TikTok. House of W by Riley on Instagram and TikTok. Um, wow, there's so many. Riley Couture 7 on TikTok. As you can tell, I'm trying to grow that TikTok. But seriously, you guys, the DMs are always open. I love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for your love and prayers this weekend. I will talk to you on Monday. Oh, and Monday's podcast might be a little bit later because I'm going to be getting in on Sunday really, really early in the morning. Um, so it'll happen. It just might be a little later in the day. Love you guys longest. It's really Riley. <laughs>